Monday night. What time is it? Hammer time. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> it's 10.15, and we're recording this. When do we release these episodes? Uh, Tuesday mornings. Yes, that's so, when we do the release episodes. No time like the last minute. On to the next episode, <laughs> just like Dr. Dre. I don't. Welcome to a new creation podcast. My name is Amy, and I'm here with my husband, Jason. Hello. Good evening. Are you ready for and my... welcome. Uh, that's pretty good. Are you ready for my story? Of course I'm ready for your story. Okay. All right. Got my slippers on, my robe, my smoking pipe. You don't have a smoking pipe. Reading glasses. You don't have a robe or slippers on. <laughs> None of those things. All right. It's 2019. And a sheep from a free-range herd fell off a cliff in Scotland and landed near Fiona's cave. For two years, the sheep remained stranded in solitude because it was far too perilous to rescue her. However, five farmers put their own lives at risk to bring Fiona home. What are you doing over there? I didn't even know you could sit crisscross applesauce. <laughs> What are you doing? You're going to get stuck like that. Okay. In, <laughs> in 2021, Fiona was spotted by a canoeer off the remote Scottish cliff. Several organizations tried to rescue her, but it was a sheer drop to where she had landed, and it was a rocky shore made a rescue by boat impossible. So now they've named her Fiona. Oh, okay. I was like, who is Fiona? And is canoeer the proper term for that? Yeah, I believe so. I guess well, a kayaker. Well, but he wasn't in a kayak. He was in a canoe. So a canoeer. A canoeer. And a kayaker. And a kayaker. And a boater. And a yachter. Would it be a yachter? Skier. Huh? Pretty much. Is anything in the water an er? I guess so. All right. So then a farmer named Cameron Wilson saw Fiona's story and was set on rescuing her. So Cameron gathered four other farmers, and the five men repelled down to the cave to find Fiona. Would you have done this? Would you have repelled to go get a sheep? Ooh. I oh. haven't repelled a lot, but I guess I'd try to give it a shot. Yeah. Did they have stairs? All right, so here's the thing, though. When they got down there, what they didn't anticipate was that by this time, Fiona was quite a hefty little girl. Because all she had been doing without much else to do was overeating and lazing about. So she only had like a small area, but there was plenty of grass to eat. Oh. So she was just eating grass and just hanging out in her cave. She just kind of lazed about and ate grass and got real big. Mm. So even so, the farmers were intent on bringing her back up the cliff. So they actually hoisted up the large sheep up the rock cliff by putting her into a canvas feed bag and then attaching this to a winch with an ATV at the other end to pull her up. So it was an emotional moment when they actually got her to the top. Well, you figure all these organizations had tried to rescue her, and now these five farmers repel down this rocky cliff. They get a hold of her, and for two years she was all by herself. Oh, okay, two that. years. Two I was like, years. How did she get yeah. Fat. I'm like, I didn't think it was that long. No, two years she was down there. Oh, okay. So not only was she 
little chunky from all the grass, but she also had 20 pounds of excess wool. So the first thing they did was they sheared her. That probably felt amazing for her. Um, and now she lives happily at Delfscone Farm with her rescuer, Cameron. She enjoys a pampered but now active lifestyle and has plenty of sheep friends. Fiona even had an opportunity to watch the video of her daring rescue. <laughs> Do you think she knew? That was her getting rescued? Yeah. Or, or you think she was like, who is that giant sheep? She's stupid. <laughs> She's a sheep. <laughs> Listen, there's a reason that Jesus calls us sheep. <laughs> that is true. We absolutely would fall off a cliff and then just eat. laze around and eat. <laughs> we are impending we, doom. We 100% would. I mean, I think that he picked the right animal to compare us to. Well, he didn't like shepherd, he, he didn't like compare us to like jaguars or even a crocodile. Marsupials. Like, just sheep. Sheep who fall off cliffs without a good shepherd. All right. So let's go ahead and do our verse for this week. Uh, it is going to be Romans 1, 19. Since what may be known about God is plain to them because God has made it plain to them. So this is what's called the general revelation of conscious creation. <laughs> Are you with me? Yes, I am. Okay. So what I think is great about this is that this is that revelation to people of that we were created to worship. We're created to worship something. And if we don't worship God, we will still worship something. So that could be... Uh, you know, polytheistic pagan gods like you saw back in ancient, you know, Egypt and back in the early Hebrews. Um, it could be something like uh, people who worship earth. You know, they worship nature. Um, Gaiam is what they call it now. Uh, or worse, they worship themselves. Instead of worshiping something, there has to be some type of conscious creation. There has to be something that is the... Um, predicator of actions, something that is in control, right? And so if they don't believe that there is an outside source controlling, it must be an internal force. So they will worship self. And, and, and this, this verse right here is so important because we've all, we've all met God before we ever walked the face of the earth. All of God's children have. We've walked with him. We've been in the secret place. We've heard all of the things about creation. And we've, God has answered every question for us. And so fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. So as we fear God, we know that there is a God. We know what God to fear, and we begin to learn more about him. We begin to gain this wisdom. We begin to realize, okay, I can worship a God who is in control of everything, who oversees everything, who knows all of time from beginning to end because he exists outside of it. There's a lot more reassurance in that than to worship something that is insignificant as myself i'm in control of nothing i can barely remember what happened yesterday and i certainly don't know what's going to happen tomorrow so it's kind of like that that indication to ourselves of if you if you know that we were created to worship and we don't worship god well then what are we choosing to worship and remember that worship isn't always something where you think like oh i'm going to fall on my knees and pray to this thing 
that is a, a form of worship, but worship is also what we give our time and attention to. So we can worship, obviously, money. We can worship our phones. We can worship uh, the news. We can worship uh, TikTok or YouTube or Facebook or any social media. We can worship our own image in the mirror. We can, you know, whatever we give our time and attention to, we can worship work. We can worship other people. We can worship our loved ones. Whatever we give our time and attention to on a daily basis in excess is what we worship. We were created to worship. So what we have to do as a person and as a people is we have to choose what we worship. And that's what, that's what is being told to us right here is God made it known plainly to us that he exists because he put that in us. No, I was just thinking about that as well. Like, I mean, where we spend our time and how futile that is and how materialistic things are so, they have no eternal value. Mm -hmm. And that whole, uh, the other uh, verse that I think about is about uh, storing up our treasures in heaven. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, they always tell you like there's no uh, U-Haul trailer behind the hearse. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't take any of this stuff with you. That need for us to worship something, I mean, I, I don't know how else I mean, to say it like I said, so succinctly as, as, he said, as Paul puts it in there, that we need to worship. And, and yeah, we'll worship whatever comes our way. You know, money, cars, power, status, our house, whatever. You know, uh, fame. All of these things of the world, and they're just, they, they just are so, they're so fickle too. So, or, yeah, to, to or sit. Or even ourselves. We worship ourselves, but we are flawed i mean in our flesh we are flawed and we will screw up a hundred percent of the time i don't oh, so fleeting too yeah. though. so i don't want that to be the marker in which my compass you know locks into is myself and i would encourage people to go in and read uh the verses that follow because paul goes on to explain even in more detail exactly what he means by this general revelation of conscious creation um but this is, this is kind of one of those key points that's often taught in seminary um, at great length. Um, just these few verses right here and how this points to such um, a large part of how God created us. Which is cool in a way because, I mean, then we have to choose him. We have to choose salvation. We have to choose to follow and to accept Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, so what are you going to be talking about this week coming up? Uh, it's, it's the lesson is on ready and it's basically ready for God to do the work in you and ready to accept his change and to work on and to, um, our character defects. And so it's ready to basically accept the change that God is, is making in us to let him do the work in us and accept it. So I'm looking forward to it. I really liked last week when you taught on admit um, I think I told you already, one of my favorite parts that you said is that, you know, it's not about thinking less of ourselves. It's about thinking our, about ourselves less. And I think that kind of goes in line with our verse as well. Because mm -hmm. worship can come in many forms. And if we're spending a lot of time just putting ourselves down and regretting the decisions we made and, you know, living in that shadow that those type of things cast, it's a bad place to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Could we be any more tired making? It's supposed to be a comedy <laughs> podcast, and we're, 
I'm so tired. I, I'm so tired. Like, I think in any other time, the fat sheep in the meal bag would have made me laugh a whole lot more. All right, well, if you guys want more of us, <laughs> you can visit us at Celebrate Recovery at Emmaus Road on Facebook. You can come see us every Friday night at 6 p.m. at Emmaus Road Community Church in Laramie. Also, too, you can help us out with this podcast by liking it and sharing it with your friends. And you can come back here every uh, Tuesday for another episode of a new creation podcast. And until then, we're going to get some sleep so that we can be a little bit perkier for next week. And uh, we'll be praying for you guys, and we love you. Good night. Good night. <laughs>